Hi there. We're so glad you found us and we're equally happy to find you. Thanks for joining us for our first episode of season two. In this episode, we cover a few cannabis events, discuss the one we went to, and have a heavy discussion with our special guest, Pothead Mom, about using cannabis for PTSD and using trauma therapy to heal. Hey, do us a big solid. Please, please rate and review our podcast on any or all platforms, as this helps us assault as many ears as possible. Thanks for listening and hope you enjoy. Guess who's back? Back again. PSM. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. (laughs) New year, new us. We got a lot of things going on. We're so glad for you to be joining us again for the beginning of our second season. Thanks so much for all your support. Uh, Tell your friends. We're on Instagram, Twitter, and Gmail. Apple. <laughs> smoking moms. We haven't even started moms. yet, and I'm already. I haven't even lit this bad. yet. Yeah. So at Pot Smoking Moms, hit us up. Tell us your story. Uh, as always, we are Sunny D, J, and MJ here today, and we also have our special pot mom guest, Pothead Mom. It's Pothead underscore Mom on all her social media handles. Um, Pahad Mom is a cannabis influencer advocate for mothers who use medical marijuana and cannabis products as well as hemp, CBD, and she's reigning from Naples. She has two uh, daughters and she's advocating for other mothers to feel more comfortable talking about their cannabis usage and mental health. Bienvenida. Welcome, Pahad Mom. Thanks so much for being here. Welcome to Miami. Thank you for driving (laughs) all the way over here to be with us in person. That's awesome. I really like you guys. <laughs> Thank you. We like you I too. I drove to Tampa to see you guys too. Yeah. And that was much further. <laughs> we had lots of fun prior to, to see our crazy. This well, is our crazy. I already knew they were crazy, but yeah. you now I get Yay. to see you. Yay! Now it's too. Yes. Now it's like crazy ass bitch. All the three of us. So, oh. Pothead Mom met Jay and Sunny D at an event that we're going to talk about a little bit uh, in a little bit. Uh, MJ wasn't there, so she didn't meet her up until here. But um, MJ quickly made Pothead Mom very, very comfortable. Yeah, I didn't fart, y'all, so it wasn't like that close. Not but yet. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah, we'll get there. You did bend over for me. I did. <laughs> I did. I did show you my ass. You know what color underwear I'm wearing. I do. Oh, the choice. <laughs> so uh, what's up? What's what's uh, on deck for smoking today, Captain J? I actually went by Cetera. Have you, do you guys have a Cetera around here? Not no. I've, I've I think there's one it. in North Miami Beach. Yeah, there is one. I, have I haven't gone to it yet. Weed maps. Are you guys I using know, I need weed, to get weed maps? Weed please maps please is tell a us free about weed app maps. and you literally can find weed anywhere. That's so cool. like now that I'm in Miami You're and like, not in Naples. Yeah, and so you can actually just go see it says Hialeah and then you can go to the map. There's something in Hialeah? Well, I thought right no, by the no, airport. Hialeah doesn't the have True anything. Leaf has, it's right by the airport. Which is one well, of the things I want to try to get into finding out how we can change that. Get Hialeah more lit. Get, get Hialeah more high. high. Yes. Yeah. Make it high, Hialeah. <laughs> there is yeah. a Hialeah high. Well, you know that the name Hialeah stands for high prairie. 
Oh, high. Lucy, there you go. So we're high Prairie. on the prairie. We sure are. Boop. Yeah, so it says that there is like the closest uh, one is Miami Gardens. The Miami Gardens, yeah. There's Miami Springs, North Miami. It just tells highly has a graveyard. There's nothing. It's like the closest is Doral and Miami Gardens. To yeah. here. Oh, there is a Satara in Miami Beach. In North Miami Beach, yeah. yeah. I haven't been to it yet. I, I've only been able to go to <clears throat> Truly, okay. Rise, and that's it. Oh. Oh, wait, no, that's not true. Liberty Health Science. Liberty Health Science. Well, did you go to Grow Healthy? Not yet. We didn't get to go with oh, my cousin. Butter. I know, I know. I got to go back. Dang. I got to go back. He wanted to see it. So yeah. much to do. So, so we I try to, to visit all of the dispensaries at least once because I want to know what they have. I want to know what they have. I want to, like, every dispensary has different things. They have different things, yeah. Exactly. And they have different strains. And it's so much fun to go in there. And, and you want to take too. advantage of the new patient discount at yeah. each location. Each location yeah. has see, and sometimes I different. don't even get enough to get the new patient discount. Uh, but I still want to check it out. What yeah, they definitely. Have. And, um, like, Satara, they just started Flower. And this is a... So what is it that you got a Satara with? It's a Tillamook Tila, Tila Strawberry. Okay, so this is a fancy. Contract. Is that a pre-roll? It's two pre-rolls. Oh, oh, like is that how they come? Twelve dollars. Yeah, instead of a tube, it's twelve dollars. Two little pre-rolls. Are they, they half see? a gram each? They are. Oh, oh, that's adorable. Look it at that is. contraption it's in. Yeah, it's like it's a, a little. Ter- okay, I'm gonna have to little, check out right? Satara now. A little garage door with two little J's inside. And because so many people oh, always cool. want to ask me. Um, you know, they do come to me for like, oh, which dispensary is this? Which dispensary is that? So yeah. I do try to see all of the dispensaries. And Columbia Care, Med Men, and One Plant are the only ones I have not been to yet. So Tillamook Strawberry, this one has a mm-hmm. uh, 15.4% THC and 0.5% CBD. So, and then what, uh, what does Captain J have over there? Oh, I had a uh, Glitter Apples. Glitter so apples. So I have here, it's an indica, and it's 17.5% THC. And it has 0.5% CBGA. And that's it. And my sick ass is smoking Sunshine Kush out of my own vape, not to infect the rest of the moms. <laughs> that's so that very thoughtful. Smoking. We thank you for that, MJ. Yeah, I'm, like, yeah. I'm that parent. They'll keep her kids in school. No, so but which do you guys want to light? Do you want to light the Satara or... We could light them both. <laughs> we could. We have, we have time. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, yeah. All right, let's try. We've done glitter apples. So let's try okay. her Satara All right. thing. What is it? Tillamook strawberry. Tillamook strawberry. Open that. Oh. It's childproof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're always childproof. So you just squeeze on the edges here. It says, like, the tube. Yeah, I'm used to the yeah. tubes. And then you just... Oh, and you just pull up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nice. Oh, and they're cute. See, they're small, so yeah, we could like the other one. It looks like yeah. a Murphy bed. All right. <laughs> oh, my gosh, yeah, true, yeah. It does. A Murphy How bed funny. for your joints. You know, and I actually think I think that this is, like, safer than the little tube. tube I think the or I feel like it is. I, I, I have it a hard a time with the less little tubes, honestly. identifiable. Like, you can pull that out in public and people will be like, what is that? It does, it does look like THC, though. Oh, it does? Yeah, but you got to be right next but yeah, to the person who reads like, that. in your hand like this, like, yeah. no one would know that I have two joints just chilling. Yeah. I smoke two joints in the morning. I smoke two joints at night. I love Sublime. Sublime is, I think, yeah, I I think think Sublime is just a generally accepted music. 
It's our era stoner music. Yeah. Bradley was pretty amazing. He, pretty he always gorgeous, sang yeah. about relevant topics. Yeah. And I like that. Yeah. Aren't they all, though? Aren't there all those prophetic artists that leave us too soon? The ones that, like... Janet Joplin? <sighs> I mean, no. he never said a word, but Neil Peart said a lot with his drums, and that hurt. <laughs> I'm a big Rush fan. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I think everybody got a little bit worked up about that. So, um... Let's talk about this event that we went to this past Lunch. week. Yeah, tell me about it because my sick ass was enjoying My favorite thing about that sleeping. event was getting to meet you, oh Pahimon, same, and seeing the Green Baker and the other yes. ladies. My favorite thing about the event was just connecting Networking. with the other people yeah. and the other moms there and the other women that we got to meet. It was awesome um, because really, other than that... And have you been to other cannabis events? That was before? my first. This was our first one. I didn't so know was shit very, like this existed. Yeah, dude. me neither. It was very undergroundy, very very undergroundy. I don't think some of the edibles, yeah, I'm pretty were sure. all they what they were supposed to live up to. To be honest, really, yeah. What about the the pebbles? Uh, the chocolate. I haven't eaten my fruity no, pebbles. No, I yet. haven't tried that yet. Oh. That's uh, special. But um, I think it was kind of a little bit disorganized. I'm a little bit upset that we ended up paying for a brunch we never really had because you had to kind of sit there. Like, how do you serve food at an event and not have tables for people to eat at them? I think the whole issue with it being so chaotic is because it's an underground. Because, like, other MMJ events, Mm -hmm. they're not crazy like because they're really more they're well geared organized. to education mm-hmm. and they're and professional yeah they're more yeah. professional this was kind of well, like and they can go through all legal routes and they can get this permit and that permit and they can go here and they can do this and like we i went to hemp fest um right over here on miami beach it was actually the historical virginia yeah something. virginia key yes mm-hmm. a lot of stuff is there it's really See, nice and they had a whole smoker section they That's had awesome. ganja beach radio there it was so yeah. cool See, you were doing we're gas stations That's her, that her goal we should be yeah. there this year is there that was last year right yeah so they're probably gonna have one this year well ganja beach radio was there as the dj yeah no but i mean the hemp fest oh yeah they're having another one and For usually sure. when do they do this it was October last year. There you go. It was right when we got into this doing this podcast and we started it was one of the first that's events. when I saw it. And I was like, "Man, that would have been awesome to go to that." It was so fun because you're just on the beach and you're yes, just doing dabs beach. or hanging out with people or smoking. And there's vendors and doctors v- and vendors, doctors, dispensaries, uh, yeah, speakers, we need to go to more events like that. food trucks. It was outdoors, so it was ginormous. How was the atmosphere other than chill? Totally chill. Yeah. It was so great. Yeah. I didn't know anyone. I have really bad anxiety and I have um, like hyper awareness. And so any too much music, too many sensors going off yeah, in one time like, in no, my yeah, brain. No yeah. I'm like, okay, I need to shut down. And I didn't have that issue probably because we were outside. Yeah. Yeah. And you have space to be on And you own. have space to be around. Oh, because yeah. this was an indoor event. It was. This was indoor. It had, had a little, little outdoor, outdoor but like it was too smoky in there. I know. Everybody I know. I know. I'm complaining because I'm an old lady, but like I, I kept going outside yeah, there too. Yeah, outside. Green because Baker just, was so nice about that. Yes. I, she's, was the dynamic a lot of women? 
It was a lot of women. It was all women. women. Everybody was, was super all, nice. No, no, they were not all oh, women. Oh, no, there was. That's another well, thing we kind of didn't like. There was, They're like, not just the vendors. guys there. there. Were those guys at the bar. Yeah. They were and friends then, with the waitresses that work at that yeah. place. And then when we were leaving, there were more guys coming in. Yeah, but I think after a certain time... It ended. It oh, was okay. like it ended, and oh, okay. they was going to let other people Anyone. Leave. Yeah. Yeah. Much. I, I think, think that oh, same sorry. spot is where they had another event that night. They did. Yeah. And I thought it was so funny. We didn't get body frisked, but men were getting patted down. Well, yeah, for weapons. Yeah, I know, but we could be carrying yeah. weapons. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Strap. Well, I was kind of carrying a weapon. I was, <laughs> and they didn't find it. Just Yeah, well, because we're not. We didn't know where we were going, what yeah, we were going, we were, secret location. Yeah, yeah but when you say weapon, you say, like, we brass knuckles. No, I had, well, actually, when we knife. came, a knife. Because I took a knife, like a Swiss Army knife. Yeah, I took my little switch knife. Yeah, we, uh, actually, I, Johnny let me borrow his. <laughs> oh. Yeah, right before, right before we left, she's, yeah, like, I talking like, to oh, him. I was thinking about taking a knife, you know, I don't know, just because we don't know where we're going. Just yeah, because I got my guy or something. He walks away, yeah. comes back with a knife. Yeah. He's like, here you go. You have to protect yourself. Yes. You have to stab a hoe, stab a hoe. I'm just saying, if someone's coming for me. Or yeah. a dude. He yeah. was showing me how to threaten someone with it, and I was like, dude, if that knife's coming out, I have gone past threatening, yeah. Yeah, and I'm about already, to use it. Yeah. They were really already stabbing coming. people, yeah. shanking yeah. them. Yeah, yeah the threats come before they come out. For sure. If that don't scare you, well, this yeah. knife's about to scare yeah. you. <laughs> this is about to go down. Well, one event that I'm looking forward to is I'm going to go to the Ricky Williams Super Bowl uh, party. Totally. First of all, Super like, Bowl's here uh, in Miami, um, and I wish I could actually go, but, you know, who's that rich? Not me. Yeah. It's like $5,000 to get a ticket that's to like go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. That's like... That's the like only way I'd be able to go is if I worked it, like, volunteering to clean up the parking lot afterwards. Yeah. Or something. Well, <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of people that volunteer just to vendor. Yeah. Really? But whatever. Um, yeah. This is, this no, they, football, they hire yeah. a lot of people yeah. for these events. And yeah. Then, but... Yeah, the Super Bowl party with Ricky Williams. If you don't know who Ricky Williams is, he was a running back for the Dolphins uh, back in the early 2000s, and he got in trouble a lot for his cannabis use. Ricky and his really all the time. You he know what's so funny is I just ended the Aaron Hernandez. Oh, on Netflix, series. that should yeah. start watching that. Okay, and I, I don't know anything. That. I'm not a you football. Didn't know about it? No, I am a basketball. Yeah, like, me too. D Wade all the way. Yeah. Yeah. He, I'm yes, a big D-Wade. fan. Love the Heat. Like loved yeah, when it was Bosch and LeBron. Yeah, and Wade. okay. Like I'm old. That was a good. So yeah, the trio. No, I used to. I mean. I'm Tim Hardaway, Alonzo Morning. I don't know yeah. anything. Yeah, that old school. I don't know anything about football, though. So when I started watching the Aaron Hernandez yeah. little series, why wouldn't they let them smoke pot? Like, oh, my gosh. They they have all brain damage. Yes. Like, they need. Yes. And so I started looking into it because I'm a big mental health nut. And I'm like, okay, so a lot of these guys are abusive have other issues, behavioral, emotional, whatever. And how can you not when you're doing football all the well, time? Because the they all have frontal lobe damage. Yeah. That's why. No, I even looked up the stats. Like, literally all but one had to have brain wow. scans in 2017. Mm-hmm. All of them have serious brain damage. For sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's so what crazy. they do for a living. Like, you're fucked That's in the head. That's insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a, the, um, there's a documentary about the doctor who did the, who started doing the, the, scan, uh, the, the scans, scans and started ha- telling the NFL, like, look, mm-hmm. this is not good. You have got to start treating. That's why they've changed the rules, the rules so much. Yeah. Like, there's so many other, but even with those rule changes, there's still going to be concussions and injuries. It's a very physical 
physical sport. Yeah. So it's like a like dangerous the, Did you sport? hear about yeah. the wrestler? <laughs> it was a Chris Benoit that he like murdered his entire family and then committed oh. suicide. And it was because he had like yeah. they lose, they lose, brain damage. They lose oh, their, yeah. I don't doubt that. Yeah. Cannabis could actually help could with help. the swelling yeah. of the brain. Like they don't CBD, CBG, CBN. Those are all anti-inflammatory. Very, yes. Very helpful for any and any inflammation well yeah. they're gonna hopefully they'll change their policies i mean baseball's already done it so hopefully football right. does it too they're the ones that need to the most. Just did it. so what would they change because i don't know they would just stop testing for oh, marijuana okay. for okay. marijuana they just would just marijuana. stop testing for it yeah, yeah. Right. i mean they'll still test for other drugs that they shouldn't be doing like but um, i mean if they're gonna like control their cannabis usage do they control their alcohol intake their nicotine intake what about coffee i mean that they I'm come sure drunk that, to practice right. or something like but that but i think okay. i think that's different I in think the sense I, I think different. that's different in the sense because when you drink, you're putting your way your body through way worse. Yeah, but you so don't remember we were watching a documentary. You're taking a tincture or you're I just agree. like taking a, a cream or whatnot. You're really but that doesn't mean they're not doing it. So do didn't you see that documentary on uh, Dennis Rodman? That guy will go out after a game, drink his face off, mm-hmm. and show up to 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 practice, practice in the morning without. Uh, after drinking a ton, it's also well, he's an alien. He's crazy. Yeah, he, he the, is his documentary, crazy. His documentary was very interesting. I think that man is. Yeah, I like documentaries. What's cool yeah. is that that event is going to be cannabis. I think it's four twenty friendly. So yeah, for like, sure. Bring your own, and it's going to be a private event. And I'm going to see Angie again. She'll be there, the Green Breaker. <gasps> yeah. And um, Sugar, Sugar Mama, Mama, hopefully too. Jennifer Perdomo, the she works for True Leap, so mm-hmm. I think she'll be there. That's awesome. That's great. That's going to be lots of fun. I mean, it's two of wish, your favorite things. So. I know, two of my favorite things. <laughs> yeah. Football and I just can't wait for it to be over because the traffic and the people the and the tourists. Uh, yeah, no the boil. Super Bowl's here. It's going to be crazy. No Next boil. year it's in Tampa. Yay. Sorry Florida. for people over there, but yay for us. It's just that when Miami <laughs> I mean, it doesn't event, happen here often. But when Miami gets an event. Yeah. Miami oh. always has events. Yeah, but the Super Bowl tends to pack... A Super Bowl is a Even huge more. event. When I left Hemp Fest, apparently there was a reggae fest going on also. And mm-hmm. there was like four blocks of That's just the road blocked off. <laughs> like, Football. okay, what? <laughs> I feel like my area yeah. is like super lit. Yeah, it's pretty lit. So you guys got to meet. And that's awesome. And now we can bring you on our show. And Like all the time. I'll just come here yeah. like every month. But we want to get to know you. So we're going to ask you. <laughs> Yeah, so, so we got a couple inter- interesting questions um, to ask you. You you talk a lot about PTSD. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what made you want to start talking openly about it and about the trauma? So there are actually um, two different ways that you can reference PTSD. You have CPTSD or you have PTSD. PTSD is what you more commonly see war veterans. They'll have couple instances where they've been blown up they've seen their friends die Mm -hmm. you've seen someone get shot you've had to shoot someone now um cptsd is more long term so you've had maybe um war crimes happening to your country for multiple decades you've had these are like uh, childhood abuse victims mm-hmm. or... Sim- like a regular abuse of something that would happen normal. Like It's more long-term, more more events happening. Right? Uh-huh. Throughout so, your life. Yeah. yeah. Several. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
And it happened to me. So I had to talk about it. It's kind of like um, cathartic and very therapeutic. Uh It really is. And then not many people realize that they're also suffering from PTSD until they hear me say something. I'm having anxiety, you know, dealing with driving across the state because of this, this, and this. And then they'll write me and say, oh my gosh, that's me. I, I am like that. And I tell people, go to trauma therapy all the time and everyone gets super scared because they're like what well, right because <laughs> mental illness is still taboo so if you were to say i get anxious or i get scared i've i've talked to very manipulative people not just in like the workplace but in, in general mm-hmm. and you're talking to them and you say i'm, I'm really scared about this what are you so scared about you should yeah, be people write it off and you know what? it's Sometimes. a weakness and really it isn't because we all come from something either bad or good a situation that happened to us or around us that changed what we think or the way we feel, whether it be 9-11 or any other traumatic. I'm saying that in general, but like it sucks that you, you get written off and then... Their response is also a part of their mental Their illnesses. defense, right. Yeah. Their mental illnesses and being that controlling person. But you're that's... stronger for saying, I'm scared. Yeah. In my opinion. I'm, yeah. I'm stronger for saying, I'm sorry. This is how I feel. Yeah. And getting it out there because that's me putting it out there into the universe. But it sucks because you are met with a lot of you can't handle your life then. Yeah. She's out of control. But you know, but you know what, though? I think it's also people's different circumstances, too. You can't. Twice. Like you can't. you can't just judge somebody because you haven't been doing what they've been doing. Not everyone or experiencing what. Right. Yeah. And that's when you get hit. I, all the time I'm told, Oh, well people have it worse than you. Yes. Many other children had it way worse, but I should not have been beaten as a five-year-old until I was a teenager. Like that's not love. And then I didn't even realize I was not being unconditionally loved by my parents. So who am I as a person? I've never felt that before. How can I grow? How does my brain develop? We know about failure to thrive. Like this is uh, an actual thing that happens in utero, in infant development, in toddler. Like it it happens. And then people want to write it off and say, oh, well, everyone had it worse. But it is their viewpoint on it. And it's oh, well, I was there during 9-11 and you just saw it on the news. But then, like, you don't know what they just fucking went home to. Right, right, right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Do you have you seen Jay and Silent Bob? Yeah. The fuck song is yeah. my favorite. Yeah. 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 No, yeah, which yeah. Uh, I like um South Park. Carl's mom is a big fat bitch. Uh, She's a big okay. bitch in the whole other one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Come okay. on. Shut your so fucking okay. mouth, Uncle yeah. Mugger. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I'm sorry. I didn't know if I could. <laughs> okay. There you go. And I mean I always think about that like with my followers because like some people are religious and I am not. Right. So it just like flows. I have no problem saying any word. Mm-hmm. And then people are like, oh gosh. Yeah. But I've also had to deal with a shit. Oh shit. yeah, but we're called like pot smoking moms and pothead moms. So if yeah. you like are gonna get some kind of there are conservative of pot religious, heads. Yeah, though. very conservative yeah. pot heads, yeah. 
And they will hide, hide. That they smoke pot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hello. But they'll follow me and they'll love (laughs) everything. But then they'll, yeah. And then they'll shun you. Mm, Not shun me, but they'll post their opinions on things. And I'm like, girl. Opinions. And the internet makes it so easy for everybody to constantly have Everyone should have opinions and be thinking. Yeah. For sure. But sometimes we do get met with asshole opinions. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But going back to, like, um, people's perception of um, the PTSD and stuff like that, um... I constantly have to tell myself, like, this person has, you don't know what this person has been through, so you can't mm-hmm. judge them. Along mm-hmm. with, like, um, social, uh, racial in- injustices, too. Mm-hmm. I go, I can talk to my Hispanic part of me being, you know, um, you know, the whole don't talk, uh, talk English like whatever social yeah, injustices home, you don't I've gone here. through. This is our country. <gasps> right. Yeah. But I can't speak for the other people who have had different kinds of situations. Racism, racism yeah. applied to their oh, life. I'm sure that's it's... so sad. Yeah. That makes me so sad. Like I would hate for you, any of you to go through that. That's like... But it's like everybody has their own version yeah. of that. Yeah, everybody And has- that could be heartbreaking on some people. Yeah. I mean, I I personally know a lot of people, really great people from Mexico, Cuba, and they legit had to like swim here with rafts. Yeah, and shit. it's yeah. very. Yeah, and they're uh, amazing people. Yeah. And then their children go on they're to just amazing to people. Yeah. yeah, they're just trying to survive. I think children of immigrants in general are resilient. And I'm not just saying that because I I'm think- a child of an well, I think that they have PTSD and that they should be treated as such and treated delicately. Yeah. Because it And if takes, someone says they have that, you need to respect that. It takes a lot that. of shit to go through. And speaking, and leave your about home it. country yeah. and take, yes. uproot your family and go to a country you don't know and, and try to make the it there. That's insane. Yeah. Go through it, those things. Like some people go through the desert. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I can't even imagine. They travel mm-hmm. like thousands on of fo- miles. Yeah, on foot. I mean, that is insane. That's badass. Well, because mm-hmm. we do what we can for our kids. And we, and yeah. I mean, but going back to the anxiety issue and that, and and bringing all of this anxiety up, you know, it's it's interesting that you say that about the PST, the the I'm sorry, the PTSD, PTSD because we all have it in some way, shape, or form, yeah. and our kids have it, and our kids some are showing signs. We've talked about it in a few of our episodes where our kids are starting to show signs of wait, like even if it's just a traumatic event, a doctor's visit. My son knows he's going to the doctor. That's you know, that's it for him. He he knows what to expect or he'll he'll think something bad is going to happen. So I know that that definitely affects My kid's it, but scared of poop now. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> oh, I would much have rather had that because my youngest loved poop. Oh. Played with it in her crib. I heard of that times. too. I did that. the worst. Yeah. No, not that bad. No, and your she, kids know that you, you partake? I had to tell them because they are old enough. Mm-hmm. They can smell it. They've been through dare. And, and how old are they again? Uh, my youngest will be 10 just in February, the second week of February. And mm. then double digits. That's mm-hmm, a big one. It is. And then I'm going to have a 13-year-old wow. in oh my March. God. Teenager. Teenager. Yeah, it's terrifying. Yeah. See, that's why I need cannabis. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. That's why I smoke pot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's why you need to talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's a lot. It's yeah. a lot. I commend moms everywhere. So your daughter's definitely at the age where... 
probably kids around her might be trying to get into doing it, it already. for sure we've gotten so, tons of letters because they were caught in the bathroom or they were caught on the bus and i'm like just so you know if you smoke anything it could give you anxiety she already has anxiety yeah so she's like okay cool good to know I'm like, you see me, hi, do you want to know what it's like? If you're curious, you should just ask. So Would she, you be down to, like, you know, smoke with her if she's in a place where she's like, hey, I want to, like, what do you, what would you think? Okay, I'm not that cool. Because honestly, you still like, keep it kind of like, yeah, she's still young, have, she has yeah. to respect it. She's still young. She, if she was, I guess, 16 in high school, maybe, and uh, she had like really great grades or something. Right. But even as a child, I just don't, I think that no. You I wouldn't invite her to smoke with you? No. No. She's only, okay. She's 12 right now. Even at 16, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I mean, for one, I'm but not what sharing. Would you, what would you say leading up to there? Because, okay, you guys brought up, oh, 13 teenagers. Yeah. Now is when things start getting introduced. So yeah. what have you told her to prepare her for that? Just the part about yeah. it's going to give you anxiety or? I've told her everything. Yeah, that I just said. I told her it could give you anxiety. Um, it could affect your asthma. You may want to talk to someone before you just smoke it because right. you don't you know what it is. What her I've heard of that. I mean, I've heard of that before your 18. Your brain that. is still going through a big development, development well, I, stage I, in that area. Yes, you know, I, so yes, I do. Would you discourage you. it and be like, hey, you can, if you want to do it. I don't think that smoking pot one or two times as a teenager is going to yeah, it's not impact like, it that much. I mean, I wouldn't encourage habitual use, but... I was a habitual user after, I want to say 18. Yeah. I didn't even smoke pot until I was 17. Yeah. I did other things. When yeah, I first I tried it, I was, it I, was, I, was, I, was, I was When I first tried it, I was 14. But like you said, it was just only a few times as a teenager. Yeah, mm-hmm. No, You're I did a teenager. Yeah. You don't yeah. have easy access to yeah. this. Yeah, thing. You this is like you got low. It was like, oh, DL, my friend DL. had some and I got to try it. Yeah. You know, Actually, it was like, I could get access to Percocet, Xanax. Oh, those are a lot easier. Yeah, yeah I, I was addicted to Oxys and those things. Really? Before I even smoked pot. I know a few guys that came back from the war one that got um half his ass uh blown off with sh- the shrap metal oh. um that they were in their camp and they um an rpg came and, yeah. and got him so he was a great guy before and um after the fact he got so addicted that he kind of like for sure went off the whistle and it, and i think it started with oxy yeah. And then he got into heavier things and bigger it's pain just, meds. And, yeah, it's a natural progression. And, um, he was still a very sweet guy, but you could tell that there was a big difference of how he was afterwards. Dang, so, and you said you did a lot of that stuff before you started smoking? Oh, yeah. Pot? Yeah. Because yeah. it's, e- it's easier access. It's easier. It's ten I times didn't easier. know anyone as a teenager yeah. who had pot. I knew everyone who, who had, had pills. Xanax, yeah. hydrocodone, oxys, like... Every different, every different flavor of oxys, like every milligram, methadone wafers. Like, wow. Oh yeah, for sure. But that was back in the day when there was all those trailers in West Palm Beach that were like pumping out pills, just like left yeah. and right. Oh, the pill mills. Yes. Okay. So I was in high school during that wow. time. 
and it was so you're living proof it did affect because i remember it did argument it affected i have so many friends i'm getting chills now i have so many friends that died from overdose because of that and my sister oh my god they could have just been smoking pot like me as a teenager Actually, I do give my daughter CBD. I tell her, if you want to try anything, try those things But that's a smart way to go because you're showing her the benefit of the plant and how it's going to help her as opposed to get this amazing feeling off of a pill one time and then you have to do it again and again and again until you kill yourself off. And, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we talk about, like, melatonin and, like, natural things like that. Yeah, I've had a, a few friends and a few friends' families get really addicted and, and oh yeah and mm-hmm. it's sad mm-hmm. and it just takes you away there's nothing you can do and you know what and happened it's so ready I was there. so depressed yeah and if I could have had someone to talk to or could have had if I could have just had some pot and I could have just like laid down I probably wouldn't have you know done all of that but yeah, it 100%. I actually got clean because I had to start using cannabis as a detox because when you quit, it's, it's withdrawal. Really hard. Your body goes yeah. through some crazy you're shit. Sick. Yeah. You're really so sick. So cannabis helped with those symptoms. Yeah, because you can't eat. You're really, you're really sick. It's like stomach flu, shiver. Yeah, your body's trying to regulate yeah. all over again. Yeah, mm-hmm. you don't have a fever. You'll get like a low-grade fever, but you'll feel like you're dying. And I remember feeling like I was dying for about a month straight. And that was after about a year of using crazy pills, all sorts of pills. And um, so I went and I had to go to a psychiatric center and they were like, yeah, no, we can't really do anything for you for detoxing. Like, here's a Benadryl. <laughs> and um, Benadryl has the opposite effect on me, so I couldn't. And I was like, okay, cool, guys, thanks. And I just remember vomiting a lot. So, yeah. There's, there's an, I don't, I, man, I wish Cannabis. I remember what show. But there's a show on Vice that I had seen that is a rehab and they used cannabis. So yeah. a lot of people would be in there oh, yeah. and in they California. would walk them through it yep. and coach them through it and help them with cannabis. And they're talking about like microdosing. This isn't like talking about like smoking a whole joint to the head. And, uh-huh. you know, this is just like take a couple hits, try to eat some Breathe, crackers. Talk about it. Yeah, drink some water. Yeah. yeah just yeah. TLC like, with cannabis yeah. to help well, you get through it's, it. It's, a, it's getting your appetite open again. Mm-hmm. And you're also feeling okay because you're calm. Yeah. You're relaxed. Yeah. And, and treating the nausea mostly. And, right. And you're mm-hmm. feeling better. So literally it just did an all-in-one. Yeah. And it's great. There are actually a lot of places out in California now that um, are halfway houses, rehabs, things like that, treatment centers. The Midwest got hit hard. The Midwest has Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. They're really hard with the opioid um, overdoses. It's really sad what we have. Hmm. So you had to go through that to get here. Yeah. And you feel 10 times How better. How old huh? were you? Yeah. Throughout that whole... Like I when started, you started detoxing and... Oh, a baby. Like, oh, wow. I, like, so, I mean, probably 14... I'm trying to remember. It was like junior year of high school. Wow. So like and 15. everybody had it. It everybody. was just like everywhere. Well, it started, I think, sophomore year, and I noticed that everyone around me had all sorts of pills, 
And then, yeah, I got into it and I realized, wow, it's so easy to get all these. And then um, by the time I got clean, I was 17. Wow. That's early. That's mm-hmm. really early. Yeah. A lot but of people that's how look down on me, too. Huh. But in my mind, I would never do that as an adult because I've already done that. And I already realized, like, my whole frontal lobe is grown in now. I know right from wrong. And I can't imagine being a 30-year-old drug addict. And they're out there. Because For sure. they yeah, just can't shake it. Yeah. Because they and, can't stop. Yeah, and then he looked down on me like, oh, you were a kid getting fucked up. And I'm like, I well, mean, you probably started You were a kid that too. went through some shit. So yeah. of course you were getting yeah. fucked up. Anybody yeah. that has to criticize you is, is just a hypocrite. They're going through their own shit. They're just though. a hypocrite. Because yeah, everybody through goes through. You know what? Some people have had great parents married together forever. And they had a wonderful family. Other people had an abusive father. A, a drug addict family member, something that happened that Crazy traumatized uncle. you. You could have siblings in the same family and it can have completely different ex- life experiences because of what they've gone through. Isn't bullying. that crazy? Yeah. It's, it's what you've gone through. They can through. have a totally different experience than you. Right. You know, and and I, that's why yeah. when someone says, oh, you're the black sheep of the family. No, bitch, I'm the strongest one. <laughs> Let's get that right. Me and my sister are both the black sheep. But to be honest, the whole family is like one herd of black sheep. (laughs) So we can't really point fingers and typically we don't. We just all bitch at each other. I actually don't speak to my mother or grandmother. Well, I mean, we also can't choose our families. Yeah, true that. And we can't choose. And you can't stay in an abusive relationship strictly based on the fact of, oh, they're your grandma or they're your mom. or they Like, it's hard because of that attachment but sometimes you got to step away from those unhealthy relationships and yep. just be like, free yourself. My dad is still an active alcoholic. And I remember when I was maybe 21 or so, he called me all drunk, angry. And I'm like, would you really let another man talk to me like this? And he said, yeah, I don't give a fuck. Okay, well, fuck you then. And yeah. I didn't talk to him for, I think, three years. And now, anytime... All I say is, oh, excuse me, and he apologizes. He, he catches himself. And yeah, yeah, he's like, oh, my bad. Because he knows I'm not, I'm not about to be abused as an adult. I have the option. I can leave. I don't have to live with you crazy people. Mm-hmm. And um, it took me a long time to realize my mother's abuse, unfortunately. And then after I went through trauma therapy... I started seeing things differently and and recognizing signs of stuff oh you would never know. And I think that's know. why people are so afraid to go to that trauma therapy because it's yeah. you have to identify Uncover things you that never trauma you to, went through yeah. that you never wanted to face. Even different behavioral therapies, you'll notice like even when I'm driving, if I have someone, you know, come up behind me really fast, I'm like, okay, I guess you have to be to work fast. You have to right. go to work. Yeah. And it just changed the way that I process the thoughts. It was funny. And then I'm like, oh, I can see clearly now. Yeah. I mean. So would you say that cannabis has impacted your life negative or positively? I feel like it's definitely. Yeah, it's positive. I don't really. I mean, I guess negatively because of the legal repercussions and 
sometimes if you get a bad strain, it'll give you anxiety. <laughs> but other than that, well, no, you no. have CBD to balance yeah, that I out. Do. Yeah. And you know what? I even have a CBD dropper with me. I have a tincture. I have my pre-rolls. I am talking to someone on the, this coast. Um, he has a CBD dispensary. So he has the third day. All, yeah. 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 So he has all different CBG. CBN. I want to go check out that dispensary. Okay. Let me know. <laughs> when I'll drive. <laughs> oh no! What time do the dispensaries close today? We should take a field trip. They're north Miami, I think. Hey, we should see. I thought it was today. in West Palm. Yeah, Beach. It's that's a, what I'm saying. No, we go I right thought it was in Weston. Oh, okay. I don't. know. Which is just up. He was going to ship them to me because it's yeah. not. It's yeah, legal yeah. to yeah. be shipped. Yeah, it's CBD, oh, yeah. so it's fine. So, well, thanks so much, Pot uh, Pothead Mom, for sharing your truth with us. And helping not only us, but our listeners with your experiences yes. and inspiration. I think we're all kind of inspiring each other here and Definitely. like rooting each other on. And I think it's a really healthy I love community. That. Yeah. And thank you for being honest because it's really. It's so hard. It's very hard. <laughs> and sometimes when we my finish recording, like, yeah, I, we're gonna I say, oh my enough. God, I've said too much. But then sometimes I'm happy that I put it out there because for sure. I'm finding a lot of people I connect with have had you know, their experiences and to put it out there, girl, yours are like steel and hanging down there and hairy and they've been through a lot. So yeah, they're super big. They're like South Park big. (laughs) (laughs) You're Randy right now, right? But no, thank you because of course you you open it to the rest of the people that say, you know, what is it worth? Yeah, I want to just encourage everyone to share their story and to embrace it, not feel shame or guilt help others with your growing process or what you learned throughout it because in the end we can all teach each other something and it and there's strength in numbers it really i was just gonna say it really is awesome when women support women because women are badass yes hell yeah (laughs) listen listen i was terrified of having girls and then i realized I was, fearing, house, I was fearing having girls because I know what we're capable of yeah. and it's scary what it's we're capable amazing. of. Amazing. But when <laughs> you embrace it, yeah. it works for you. It does. Yeah. When you don't feel guilty or shameful about it, yeah, you can love yourself truly. You yeah. guys are raising the future there. Yeah. Yeah. We're raising the two good husbands. You guys raised the Good, them. because it's really important. Mothers, I didn't realize until I had nephews how important like for their sons oh my lord a mother's influence definitely yeah mama's boys that's a real and it's a whole different ball game now we've realized a lot of things so we are teaching boys are way more lovable yeah we're teaching them and like that it's okay for them to have feelings and to cry it's not a girl thing Mm -hmm. yeah so we're building strong men because of that and And it's okay to be weak and it's okay to be friendly it's okay to be you yeah Mm-hmm. That's what we got to do for all our kids. And it's okay to smoke weed when you're old enough and you've had your frontal Girl. lobe developed. But thanks for coming. Thank and you so much. Yeah, oh, for sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. For sure. You'll be back. Um, okay. If you want to follow her, it's pothead underscore mom. Please check her out. She also makes some really cute stuff. Oh my gosh, I can't wait until you guys yeah. get You guys get some and really we're gonna cute stuff. Win now. <laughs>
Yeah, so check <laughs> out her sure. merchandise as well. Also, please follow us on Instagram, Twitter. Send us a Gmail. We're at Pot Smoking Moms on everything. You guys are on Twitter. We're on we Twitter, are, but we are really batch it on Twitter. Yeah. I love it. Um, <laughs> we're going to have to spend some more time there. I'm totally... Oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm going to start tagging you. I don't know how to tweet. I really don't know. Who, who is in charge of, like, social media? We all, we all, all have, we have access yeah. to it, but... Anyways, follow us. Thanks so much for joining us and sticking in this long. Thank you. I hope you guys uh, check out our next episode and have a great day. Yes. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.